Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hello, everyone. You're listening to Main Menu for the 27th of April, 2018. I am your co-host, Jason Castingway. And, well, we're going to start off on the couch as I unbox my Fire TV stick with Alexa remote and show you how it is setting it up. Then we're going to get you off the couch and exploring with a couple of AI apps that Janine will show us, Envision AI and ID, E-Y-E-D. Finally, if there's time, I will go over an interesting VOIP service that I started using in conjunction with the Google Voice service. And Randy will weigh in as well. Enjoy! Hey everybody, Jason here, and I want to record a little unboxing of the Amazon Fire Stick. I decided to get it because it was on sale, (laughs) and... I wanted to experience something different. Um, I love my Apple TV, but this is very easy to get a hold of and easy to take from one TV to another. So, I have a box right here. It's got shiny icons and writing on it. And I'd say, hmm, it's a little smaller than a VHS cassette, but about the same thickness. And we're going to open this baby up. And inside there's a nice little tab we can use to pull out the tray with the contents. And we have... Wow, very interesting. Ah, okay. Opens up kind of like a book, this this tray. And we have a cable that allows... Let's see, what is this cable? This cable has a USB on one end and a micro USB on the other. Ah, okay, so this must be used to... I'm guessing to power the device? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll find out. I'm sure. There are some instruction cards and a cable to extend the reach of the um, HDMI. So if you can't get the device itself right plugged directly into your television, you can use this cable. That's pretty cool. And then on the other side of this book-looking thing, we have ah, a little plug of prongs to go into an electrical outlet on one end and a USB port on the other. And we have batteries that go into the remote. And I'm guessing is right here. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Wow, it feels very much like the remote that came with my original Echo. Okay. And we have the stick 
itself. Okay. So I'm going to unwrap that first. Okay. And it looks quite like I expected. Very much like a stick that plugs directly into the port of your television. The HDMI port. There is a micro USB port. It's on the long side of it, on the right hand side as the HDMI port is facing away from you. Okay. I thought I understood that the stick got power from the HDMI port on the television. I didn't think that it needed additional power from an electrical outlet. And maybe it doesn't, but maybe they provide that for a reason. I do not know. So now I'm going to unwrap this remote. And yes, it looks very, very much like the remote that I have come to know and love with Alexa. Let's some plastic over one of the buttons. Okay. And yes, I can see how this feels very this but it's got additional buttons and I should probably do a little research and figure out what those buttons are but anyway let's put the batteries in and get that done I'm going to open the battery cover here and where'd those little triple A's go There they are. Two AAA batteries. And there are tabs. It feels like they both go in the same direction. There's one. There's the other. Put the cover back on. I don't remember which way the cover went. kind of tough because the cover has edges that go right down over the edges of the remote itself. So, oh, there we go. That feels right. Perfect. I believe I have everything I need. I'm going to see if this stick will plug right into my television first, and then if it doesn't, I will know that I can use that cable that it came with. Let's go over to the TV here. this port down on the side. Hmm, it may be a tight fit. I may need to do this a different way. Let's see. By the way, I'm using Just Press Record to record this for you. Yeah, it's a bit snug, so I think what I'm going to do is use the little cable extension that came with it so that it is not quite so jammed in there. So let me go grab that right over here. This will be a bit better, I believe. So we plug the stick into this one end of the extender. Yes, that feels nice. And plug the other end into the television. 
there we go plugged in ready to go i'm going to turn on the television this is on hdmi port 3. let's get the tv going and we may already be on hdmi 1. that's where the apple tv is i'm going to push it up to hdmi 3. And we'll see if we hear anything. I'm not hearing anything. And I suspect I do need to supply it with power. It's not going to get power from the TV itself. So, I need to find a place to plug this in, actually. That sounds good. Let's me know that it's connected and I have the right port selected on the TV. <laughs> okay, I'm supposed to do something, I'm sure, but I'm hoping it will tell me because I'm approaching this as a brand new user who doesn't know anything. But I'm, I'm glad that it bongs at me a little bit to let me know that it's ready to go. So maybe I actually need to look up how to start voice view or how to set up the um, fire stick. I think I will do that very quickly. Okay, I am back and I have the information I need. The bonging we're hearing indicates that the remote needs to be paired with the device. And if I had waited to put the batteries into the remote after I turned on the power, it probably would have automatically happened, but I didn't because I didn't know. If I didn't explain already, this is the Fire Stick with Alexa voice remote. So apparently voice view should come up pretty easily with this TV. I don't have to update the firmware first. So I'm going to hold down the home button on the remote for about 10 seconds because it said that's what I need to do in order to tell it to go into pairing mode. And then I'll get a two-bonging kind of thing when the pairing process is complete. And I've held it for 10 seconds. Let's see what happens. There we go. I think we have a paired remote which is great. Now I'm going to turn on voice view by pressing the, let's see, the back and menu buttons at the same time for two seconds. Let's see. I got a tone, but I didn't get what I thought I'd get. And maybe that's because I uh, didn't do it right. Let's try it again. Maybe that was still pairing and I didn't know it. Let's see. Hmm. There we go. Voice view ready. Welcome to voice view on Fire TV Stick. If you started voice view accidentally, press the back button to turn off voice view. Press the play pause button on your remote to begin a brief voice view tutorial. The play pause button is the middle button in the bottom row of three small buttons. Okay, so this is good. It's it's giving me all what I need. 
Voice view tutorial. I hit the Are play button. Voice view on Fire TV stick. Press the play pause button on your remote to continue the tutorial. The play pause button is the middle button in the bottom row of three small buttons. To exit the tutorial, press the fast forward button. The fast forward button is the right button in the bottom row of three small buttons. Okay, I am going to skip the tutorial because I think it's been covered pretty well in past episodes of Main Menu. I just wanted to do a quick unboxing and setup, so I'm going to hit fast forward and let's see what some of the setup is like. Press the play slash pause button to start. The play slash pause button is the middle button in the bottom row of the three small buttons. Press the play slash pause button to start. The play slash... Okay, hit Press play. the play slash pause button to start. The play slash pause button is the middle button in the bottom row of the three small buttons. Press the play slash pause button to start. Okay, the I am hitting the pause play button pause button. The middle button. button in the bottom row of the three small buttons. Press the play slash pause button to start. The play oh, this slash is very pause odd. button is the middle button in the bottom row of I know it registers, it gets interrupted when I press it. Press the play slash But we're not advancing anywhere. Press the play slash pause button to start. The play slash pause button is the middle button in the bottom row. Yep, that's what I'm pressing. That is very odd. I'm trying different keys now just to see what happens. Press the place. English, United oh, there States, we go. I one in 14, choose your language. I don't know why that happened. I used the circle navigation keys, you know, the up and down and things like that, and just hit play again, and then that worked. That's odd. So I don't know what that was about, but now I can choose my language. English, United Kingdom. English, Australia. English, Canada. Just Four showing you that there are different English, things here. English, Deutsch, Deutschland. Eng 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 okay, so we want English. English, English. United States, one of 14. Hit Scanning select. for networks. Frontier 7344, one of nine. Okay, we have our networks here, so it wants to go to Wi-Fi. Perfect. Cast wireless oh, 24. I have to arrow to the right to get to the next items in this list. Frontier 7340, cast wireless five, four of nine. And Join other network. Wireless network signal strength icon. Connect using WPS push button. Connect using oh, connect okay. using WPS pen. Connect using WPS Just looking pen. Looking at the different Seven options here because I'm a curious person. Rescan for Wi-Fi network. Mac address Wi-Fi six oh, okay. C colon fifty. So I'll go back Frontier to Jcast. Cast wireless twenty four. Wireless Cast wireless five four of nine. Edit, edit, is editing. Enter password for cast wireless 5A. Now we have Alpha, a wonderful edit, is editing, is keyboard. Editing. Now let's see. K. U. How do we caps do lock. capital symbols? Caps hide password. Delete. Space. I'm just looking accents, for the shift key. Delete. Hot caps symbols. Accents. Space. Delete. Hide password. Caps lock. I don't want the caps lock exactly. Cancel. Two. Oh, there's B, there are the numbers. Bravo. A. Alpha. K. U. Uh, 
wraps lock. I'm just moving up and down, and it looks like it wraps around. So I don't if if I'm closer to the end and want to get back to the beginning, I can just keep going down and get back that way too. Cancel. Caps lock. Uh, maybe I do have to use the caps lock. Caps lock pressed. So Symbols. now does it? Caps lock pressed. Okay, good. U K A Alpha and. Okay, we K U but now I gotta, caps lock pressed. Yeah, see, I wonder if caps a, lock. I wonder if there's a way to just indicate one capital letter coming up, but that's okay. U K. Let me just finish Kilo. entering this password. L L L. Caps lock. Caps K T J I I. Cancel. Advanced. Connect. Connecting to cast wireless five. There we go. Come on. I believe I entered the right password. <laughs> Checking for updates. Good. That's Downloading what I would have done the next. latest software. Okay. Good, good, good. We are on our way. This is great. So I imagine it's going to reboot and do that kind of stuff. And then I'll be guided to set up, you know, connect my YouTube and all sorts of other good stuff. So I just wanted to kind of get this going a little bit and show you what it was like. And there was a little bit of funniness with press play to start. And I don't know why, but I got through that just by fiddling around. <laughs> and, you know, who knows? There could be so many reasons for that that have to do with... Maybe something else got pushed and the the selection wasn't in the right place or something. I have no idea. But this is quite nice. And I believe I'm well on my way. So, hope you enjoyed this. Bye for now. Hi everybody, it's Janine Stanley. And today we're going to be looking at some artificial intelligence. It's coming up on a year since the introduction of probably the most life-changing app for a lot of us, Seeing AI. Well, Seeing AI has come a long way. They've added a lot of features and things like that over the past almost year. And there have been some competitors in the space. So let's take a look at two of those competitors. One just came out this week. The other has been around for a while now. And we're going to look at Envision AI, and that's spelled E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, and the letters AI for artificial intelligence, and ID, and this is spelled capital E-Y-E, capital D. Yeah, I know. Anyway, both of these apps are out there uh, for your perusal in the App Store and playing with them. Now, we're first going to look at Envision AI, and Envision AI does have a payment model for it. So you basically, like the old TapTapC, you're going to be buying units of use for this app. You can buy a six-month subscription. You can pay for it monthly. You can buy a six-month subscription, or you can buy, I believe, a year or a lifetime subscription. And that will allow you to use the app as much as often as you want without being bugged for payment. Now, the monthly payment is, I believe, $4.99 a month. And the six-month payment, I believe, is $24.99, something like that. We can go into the app here and look. But let's start. I am using an iPhone 8 with iOS 11.3. So let's get into Envision AI. And I happen to have it open here on my app switcher. So let's go ahead and open, open settings. 
heading. This opens up on the main screen and we're going to take a look first at the main screen then we'll take a look at the settings because there are some new things in the settings. So I'm going to go to my upper left corner and I'm just going to swipe right here. Read document, button, read. Magnifier, magnifier, button. Okay, so this does have a magnifier. I can't speak at all to how well that works, but. Start reading instantly, button. This is similar to the short text feature of seeing AI. And when it says start reading instantly, it means start reading instantly. <laughs> so when you turn it on, be prepared. Read handwritten text, button. Yes, it does read handwriting, and we've seen a little uh, app smackdown of the handwriting feature here on main menu, and it does fairly well. Read document button. This is the same as the document feature, of course, on seeing AI. Selected text recognition tab one of three. Okay, these are the tabs along the bottom. So this main screen is the text recognition tab. But now general recognition tab general two of three. recognition. Let's go in here and see what we have. Describe scene button. Okay. And this is a, again, one of these features that will describe the scene to you. And we're going to be showing you the, the difference in the two apps that we'll be reviewing today in this particular feature and how it handles things. Detect colors. Detect colors. Now you'll see a difference here in the settings. You can set the way that you want it to describe the colors. And teach faces and objects button. This again is the teach faces and objects. It's a pretty standard way of teaching um, to recognize faces in pictures, etc., or different objects. Text recognition tab one of three. And we're back down here at the tabs. So now let's go to settings. Selected. General recognition tab. Help in settings tab three of three. Okay, we are now in help and settings. So we're going to go down the screen here. Selected. Help in settings. Help in settings heading. Help. Heading. Read tutorials. Button. Give feedback. Button. Request a call. Button. Okay, request a call. Now, I believe that is from their tech support folks. This is an app, I believe, just from some of the language syntax here that is produced overseas. So keep that in mind if you need help. And that may be just sending the app developer an email here. Settings. Speech. Button. This is a self-voicing app. It comes set with Samantha. I know we're all groaning because many of us can't stand the Samantha voice. So here's what you can do in the speech screen to change the speech. Settings. Heading. These settings are only for non-voice over speech. Changing these settings will not affect voice over speech. Okay, so this isn't going to affect your voiceover, obviously. These, these are the self-voicing features. One of the things you will not see here is a volume control for the speech, which I wish they would put in because it's, as you'll find out in a minute, really loud. Automatic language detection. That's always good. Um, so you are actually able to automatically detect a, if there is a switch in language or something like that in something that you're reading. Switch button on. Speaking rate. 50%. Adjustable. Okay. I'm going to leave it at 50% for this demo. I prefer it a little bit faster at 60. I do wish they had a 55, but they do. It goes up in increments of 10. Voices button. Now you can choose your voices, and this has all of the standard. Let's just settings. Go ahead. Back button. Voices. Arabic. But Chinese. Czech. Danish. Dutch. English. Button. Obviously, we want English. Voices. Back button. And here are all of our voices we can choose from. I've already reset it to a different voice, but 
We'll let you see what all we have here. Aaron. Aaron, enhanced. Which is the voice you're hearing right now. Allison. Allison, enhanced. Arthur. Ava. Selected. Ava, enhanced. Catherine. Daniel. Daniel, enhanced. Fred. Gordon. Karen. Karen, enhanced. Martha. Moira. Moira, enhanced. Nikki. Samantha. Susan. Susan, enhanced. Tessa. Tessa, enhanced. Text recognition. Tab. Okay. One of three. And there we are at the end of our list of voices. So now we will go ahead and go back with the scrub gesture. Button. And we're going to go settings. back again. Back button. Okay, back again. Help here. and settings. Heading. Okay, now we're in the help and settings screen. Let's see what's after speech. Help. Read tutorials. Button. Give feed. Request. Setting. Speech. Button. Color detection. Button. Okay, let's take a look at the color detection setting because this was just recently back button changed. Standard 30. So here you have a choice of 30 colors in the standard range. Selected. Descriptive 950. Descriptive has 950 colors and most of the descriptive names are ones you would be familiar with. I think some of us have had experience with a color detection app that used these descriptive names, and some of them were very bizarre, like bourbon. Um, I have no idea what color bourbon is, but apparently it's the color of my hair. So, <laughs> all righty then. Uh, and my hair is dark reddish brown, so um, Text recognition. take it Tab. from there. Anyway, we're going to leave it on the enhanced color settings just for the fun of it. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of that because that's... Color detection. Button. Account. Heading. Now, here is your account. Account details. Unknown. Button. I'm not sure why it says that for mine, but... Check subscriptions. Six-month subscription. Button. Okay, and there I have... I went ahead and purchased a six-month subscription because I knew I was going to be testing this for main menu, but it's also got some really interesting features here that I wanted to see how they developed. So now that we've looked at all the settings, let's actually get into the app. So I'm going to go back to our main page here, text recognition. which Tab. is text recognition. Read handwritten text. Start reading instantly. Button. We're going to start reading instantly. I have a piece of mail here, and I have a light turned on in the room because we're we're obviously going to compare these. So I bring the piece of mail, and it's still in its envelope. So when I turn this on, it's going to start, and we'll read handwritten text. Start reading instantly. Kay. Button. Here we go. Stop reading instantly. Yeah, we're waiting for Edna Perudishi Etna Life Interank P.O. Box 981106 El Paso, Texas, 7999802219 J280 EVBB061 SCH 5 digit 5043 1 AV 0.378 Jamie Stanley 5244 East Shore Drive, Columbus, Ohio. 43231 All righty then. Now, the one thing that's a little difficult with the start reading instantly and stop reading instantly is hearing voiceover over that loud, loud self-voicing text. So that's uh, that would be a minus on that one for me. Uh, it's just a little bit loud. And getting it to stop, I... It doesn't stop with the magic tap at this point, so um, I am hoping that they will soon put that in so you can actually stop it with the magic tap and get it to stop completely. So now I'm going to, 
we'll do the next read option here. Um, I don't have any handwritten things for it to read, so we're going to skip that. Button. Okay, we're going to read document. And again, you double tap on this, and you'll see how this is very similar to... Read document. Take photo. Okay. Top and right edges not visible. Okay, and I'm just going to move my camera a little Bottom bit. and left edges not visible. Okay, moving in small increments here. Bottom and right edges not visible. Okay, just move over to the right just a tad here. And Bottom and right edges not visible. Up a little. Text there we go. Back button. Okay, and when it makes it. Life insurance company. Okay, so now uh, VoiceOver read the first line, and this is up on the screen. And here's a really cool feature of this. I really Real like box. this. So Nine, we can eight, one, one, zero, six. read down through all this. TF, five, two, pre-sorted. First class mail. S, posted, Covington, KY. Ermit, no. Okay. I, three we stars, can, FS, We're just going to skim zero, through all of this. Or drive, JH, comma, XA10, important plan. Formation, one of one. Okay, so I know this is for my insurance company. Let's say. Play. Button. Okay, I can play it and have it read to me. Export text. Button. I can export text. Let's see what's in here. Export text. Because this is awesome. If I've scanned this and I want to say Drag send able. it to my computer to look at or something like that. Email. Button. Drag okay. able. I can mail it. Twitter. Button. Facebook. Button. Oh Drag yeah, able. I want to put that on Facebook. <laughs> Save to voice stream. Copy. But Save to Dropbox. Save to files. More. Button. Cancel. Button. So here we have a lot of different options for sharing this text, text which Back is uh, really great and and definitely something that is a plus for this particular app. Okay, so we got the reading all done. Now I'm just going to put that over to the side. Okay, so now we have gone through the reading features of Envision AI. Let's go to the next tab, which is General, general Information. Here Two, we three. go. General Recognition. Describe scene. Button. Okay, describe scene. I am just going to pull the camera back here a little bit. There we go. And I'm going to take a picture of my desk. And my desk has a lot of junk on it at the moment, but... Detect color. Describe scene. Describe scene. Looks like a desk with a computer and a cup of coffee. Hey! <laughs> Pretty good choice detect there. Colors. Okay, so now I'm going to turn on detect colors. And I have a very drab office, unfortunately. But <laughs> we'll see if we can uh, pick up any colors around here. And I may have to move away from the mic here. I warn you again, once you turn this feature on, the magic tap does not work to turn it off. So you actually have to find it on the screen and turn it off. So here we go. Selected. Detect colors. Grayish brown. That's my desktop. Black. Silver. Okay, now. Very light pink. We're going to turn it to gray. my shirt. Black. Yeah. Putty. Yep, it's got a picture of my light shirt. Light gray. I have on light gray pants. Light. See, I have boring clothes today. Light gray. There's my Brownish. watch band. Here's my hair. White. Oops, not white. No. White. There. Got to move the camera back. Chocolate. Chocolate. Light gray. Um, no. Light gray. <laughs> okay. Grayish. Uh, let's see what color my coffee Brownish cup gray. is. There we go. Slate gray. All righty. Dark gray. Choices and objects. Select. Bland. 
detect colors. Okay, we're going to turn that detect colors off. It's reasonable. I still think the uh, color selection app is probably the best at color detection so far. Hoping the Microsoft people can work their magic on color detection, but that's color detection from the Envision AI app. Now let's see what else we have. Teach faces and objects. Button. Okay, teach faces and objects. Um, I can show you how to do this one. Frankly, I don't know if a lot of people use this particular feature. Some people do. I don't. Um, but let's go ahead and have teach a look. Faces, general recognition. Back button. Okay. What would you like to teach? Heading. What would I like to teach? Teach a face. Button. Teach an object. Button. Open library. Button. Text recognition. Tap. Open library. Okay. So I don't believe that I have anything in here in the library. Teach an object. Let's button. say I want to teach. Teach a face. A face. Button. Let's see how we do that. Take photo. Zero faces. Okay. One face in frame near one foot away. Okay. There we go. I'm. Add five more images. Ah. But add five more images. So zero faces. I'm just gonna get out of that screen. And even though I set my app voice to uh, Ava, you can tell that. It still uses Samantha for some of the self-voicing things. So um, that will definitely be a note to write to the developers that, hey, when I change the reading voice, I want it changed for everything the app self-voices. So you can see the process for teaching a face. Once you get the five images, it's going to ask you to type in a name, etc. So open library button. Let's get out of that screen. Describe scene button. Okay, and we are back to this page for the general recognition, which is describe scene. Detect colors. But detect colors. Teach faces and objects. But text recognition. Tap. And teach faces and objects. So that is Envision AI. Not to be confused with Envision America, by the way, makers of the ID Mate and Script Talk. So <laughs> we won't definitely will not confuse the two. Um, and I say that because Envision America now does have an app out there. Uh, for script talk so get excited about that if you are a script talk user and we will review that app as soon as we have somebody here who uses script talk i'm not sure if any of us in the main menu team do but as soon as we do we're gonna have somebody to review that app so let's go ahead and get out of okay back to overcast back to my home screen here so now let's go ahead and bring up id handwriting lowercase e seven apps easy y two apps ID. Okay. Not record. Opening ID. Welcome to ID app. Now, when you first open this app, of course, just like any of these apps, it's going to ask you for a lot of permissions. Uh, permission to use your camera, permission to use your location, and here's why. ID. Heading. Where am I? This particular AI app has some GPS features built into it. So we'll go ahead and take a look at the main screen just like we did with Envision AI. So we have where am I? Around me. See object and image. Okay. See object and image is like describe scene, scene description, etc. And this one is highly amusing, uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> You're gonna find it fun. Read text and image. Read text and image. Contact us. Contact us. Okay, and contact us. So we don't have tabs across the bottom. Each one of these does its thing. Now, this does not do color detection yet, but text we'll image. see. See object and image around me. Where am I? Okay, let's go back up here to where am I? I'll go ahead and double tap. Where am I? Where am I? Screen open current address 5249 A shore DR. 5249 A shore DR. Columbus. 
Ohio, 43231. USA, the nearest landmark is Musically. So, the nearest landmark is a neighbor of mine who does piano lessons and things like that. And uh, my address isn't exact uh, because I'm sitting at a corner of the house that's near the street. And so, it, the warehouse is positioned. It's very odd. If I do anything GPS from this room, it has me in a different address. But let's Where go am ahead. I? Heading. Okay, so there's our Where Am I Heading. Current address 5249 East Shore, Minerva Park Swim Club, 211 meters. And we can flick down through the screen. I'm just flicking right with one finger, and I can see what all is around me. McKinney Landscaping, 271 meters. Minerva Park Village Community Building, 304 meters. Now, if I were to double tap on this... Minerva Park Village Community Building, 304 meter. Okay. Cancel. Button. ID wants to open Google Maps. Oh, ID wants to open Google Maps. Let's go ahead and do that. Cancel. Open. Button. Google Maps. Allow Google Maps to also access your location even when you are not using the app. Choose always allow to get navigation, real-time traffic and transit updates, and to see places near you. Only while using the app. Button. Always allow. Only while using the app. Button. Google okay. Maps. Back. Button. This definitely helps your battery usage if you do this only while using the app feature. So, we're now in Google Maps. 5,244 short ER. And that's actually where I am. Overflow menu. Button. 40, swap start and destination, but 40.0771 minus 82.9426. Oh, there's my latitude and longitude. Swap start and destination, driving, one minute, button. <laughs> driving one minute. Yeah, that's if you're driving very fast. Transit, button. Uh, no transit. Selected. Walking. Walking. Ride services, one minute, button. Bicycling, one minute, traffic and more, button. Move to my location, button. Four minutes, 0 0.2 miles, offline, no traffic data, via Minerva Lake Road. So this is the basic Google Maps screen. It's going to give you walking directions that you can get to where I'm going, which is just down the road a bit. Preview. Button. Steps. Button. Steps. Button. Ooh, I can tell how many steps it's going to be. Wow. Awesome. All right. Map. Let's see. Preview. Button. Map. Button. Use caution. Walking directions may not always reflect real-world conditions. 5,244. Head northwest on Nerva Lake Road toward Shorty R. Okay, so here we have our lovely directions from Google Maps. Now, I'm going to go ahead and go back up. Let's see. Four minutes, 0 0.2 miles. Let's Off. see. I'll just get out of this by doing... Breakfast, Columbia. Return to ID. Scrub there. Item. Okay. And ID. Back button. we return to ID by going to the upper left part of the status bar above the main screen. You go up there and to the very far left, to the left of your cellular connection status, should be a return to button if you have left one app to go into another like this. So we are now back in ID. Where am I? Heading. Current address 5,249. Okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and do my scrub gesture to get out of that. Navigation drawer. But back to our main screen. Now we have a navigation drawer. I love, <laughs> I love that particular um, uh, label for a button. But now we are on the main screen. But let me let's look and see what else is on our main screen here before we go into the navigation drawer. ID heading. Where am I? Around me. Around me. We'll Around me. Tap. Around me. Screen opened, showing the list of nearby categories. Back button. Okay. Around me. Heading. Zero percent. Adjustable. Search radius, 500 meters. And this can be a really big search radius, by the way. ATM. Bus stations. 
Here you can pick your category. So this is set out by categories. I'm not sure which category system it uses. Probably the Bank. Google Maps. Cinema. Food. Hospital. Stores. Religious places. Religious places. Okay. So Schools. I'm going to look for Food. bus station. Cinema. Bank. Bus stations. Because we just got a brand new bus station near us. So bus stations. see if it's on here. Found one bus stations nearby you. Hey, look at that. Okay. Button. Found one bus. Found one bus. Okay. Okay. Button. That's all it says. Now let's see Back if it. Button. Places. Heading. State RTE 161 SVC Road in Prenderosa, DR. 437 meters. And that is actually a bus stop, not a bus station. But State RTE 161 SVC. That's okay. So that is it. It found the bus stop. And if I double tap on that, then I can actually get those Google Around directions again to the bus stop. And let's go back. Navigation drawer. Button. Okay. We're not going to look in the navigation drawer yet. I'm hoping that's better than my junk drawer. My desk here. Where am I? Okay. Around me. See object and image. Okay, see object and image. So we're going to do what we did before. We're going to take a picture of my desk and uh, let's see what this comes out as. So here we go. I'm going to hold it same angle. Read text and image. See object and image. See object. Camera button. Okay, and this comes up right at the camera button, so you just have to double tap. Oh. Camera button. Image captured. Processing the image. Please wait. Okay, and we alert. Result, image contains furniture, coffee, cup technology, electronic device, product design, table, espresso, coffee cup, cup. <laughs> so that is quite the description now. Okay, button. So you have this description, and it said that you could share the description, but I don't see where you can see do that. Image. So. Heading, camera button. Image contains furniture, coffee, cup technology, electronic okay, device, so there's product design. There's our image that we took before. Now, Camera I'm going to go ahead and take a picture of me. Let's do a selfie, which is kind of difficult to do, but we'll see if I can get this right now. Image contains furniture. Camera button. Okay. Alert. Image captured. Processing image. Please wait. Alert. Result. Image contains hair, facial expression, person, human hair color, smile, chin, hairstyle, girl, blonde, Socialite. <laughs> Socialite? Alrighty then. Um, it described my husband as a senior citizen. So this is much better than the seeing AI description that I get, usually, which is 74-year-old woman looking happy. Yeah, <laughs> not even close, but uh, nice. So um, that is actually kind of fun. I, I really like the fun aspect of some of these scene descriptions. I think they uh, it Result. really... Image contains hair. Oh, there we go. It really shows the um, breadth of the AI that's going on here. Uh, in my opinion, anyway. All right, so let's get out of this, and we're going to go back okay. to button. our main screen. Okay. See object and image. Heading. Camera button. See object. Back button. Back button. Navigation okay. drawer. Button. All right. And we're getting to the navigation drawer. ID. Where am I? Around me. See object and image. Read text and image. Read text and image. All righty. I've got my mail here. So. Read text. Back button. Now, let's see what's Read on. Read text and image. Camera button. Result. Okay, so this does not do the live text reading. Result. Camera button. Now that should be camera, but we're going to go ahead and... Alert. Image captured. Processing the image. Please we wait. So... Alert. Result obtained. Etna Life Insurance Company. Okay, I'm Cyrillic just going to... Cyrillic letter law. 
just going to stop that. Now, what you notice is it does not give you guidance on lining up the image. So this is one that you're going to need to, you know, have a fairly good idea of the way that you're lining up. It will do correction if you put something upside down. That's not a problem because this envelope was actually upside down. So um, it will go ahead and do that correction. However, it's not going to give you the lineup instructions that Envision AI or Seeing AI give you. So let's go ahead. Okay. Button. Result obtained. Edna Oet Life Insurance Company. Cyrillic letter R. Cyrillic letter A. Box 981106. El Paso. TX 79998-1106-022191-J280 EVBB 061195-XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
I think these other apps, though, are making a lot of headway around the world where the Seeing AI app may not be available yet. So everybody be happy because there are lots of choices. And as you can see from the scene descriptions, uh, it's amazing just how the AI is developing. We remember AI Poly. Uh, we remember some of the other AI apps that were out there. I believe Third Eye was another one that had some pretty wild scene descriptions. And these are pretty accurate, actually. So we're going to leave you with one more. So here is the selfie at my production station. Camera button. Image captured. Processing image. Please wait. Alert. Result. Image contains hair, facial expression, human hair color, room, hairstyle, girl, smile, furniture, blonde, lighting. Alrighty, well, I guess today I'm a blonde. My highlights must be pretty good today. So this has been Janine with all the artificial intelligence you can stand on main menu. Well, greetings, everybody. This is your old buddy, Randy Rusnak, talking with my good buddy, Jason Castanguay. And today we're going to speak to Jason about his new toy, and this is called the Obi. And uh, I'm really excited about this one. I hope you will, too. Jason, take it away. All right, Randy. Let me start at the beginning. I had a cable internet provider, and at the time I was only able to get phone and internet. They did not have a standalone internet plan. I've been with them for quite a number of years, and I know they have a standalone internet plan, but because I've had this plan for a long time, I was unable to reduce it to just standalone internet. The charges would have been such that it wasn't worthwhile. So I switched to another provider that provides the standalone internet, and through an introductory rate, I was able to get a really good plan for that. And because I have standalone internet, I no longer have phone service, although I still want to use my landline phones, and I like playing around with phones, and voice over internet protocol, which is VOIP, is quite cheap these days, and I knew that I would find a way to keep these landline phones going. So I had heard about a box that you can connect to your phones. The company is called Obihai, O-B-I-H-A-I, and they have several different models. I have the OB202, that's OBI202. It provides two phone lines so that you can connect two distinct phones to it and they can each do their own thing independent of the other. And it also has your Ethernet ports so it connects to your router. Then there's a simple activation that you go through to connect the box to the OBTalk network. And I was amazed at how simple that was. This whole, this little box is no bigger than a pack of cigarettes, maybe. It's quite small. It plugs into the, there's a little AC adapter, plugs into the wall that then plugs the other end into the box itself. And you just get it all hooked up and you go to obitalk.net, you create your account. And the activation, again, was so simple. All it did was require me to pick up one of the phones. I have just one connected to the box right now and dial a specific code that was shown to me on the web. And sure enough, I said, okay, great, your phone's activated. There isn't much more to it other than that I 
was then able to connect it to my Google Voice service so that when I pick up and dial on this phone, it's running through this box and the box knows how to talk directly to the Google Voice service. And I can make phone calls the way I normally would through a landline phone. And, it, and you have a whole bunch of options as well. Yes, there are. You can connect this box to up to four different services so that say you wanted a couple of different lines. Um, one is your Google Voice. One might be some other VOIP service you're playing with or for another phone number that you have. You would be able to manage these all from this box. And even from your landline phones, you just pick up and dial a code to indicate that you're dialing on line two or line three. I know I'm describing it very quickly, but it's so flexible and easy to customize. You can make any of the four lines your default. So, of course, my Google Voice is my default. So I just pick up and dial and it uses Google Voice. If you're really interested in other options, you can go to YouTube if you're able to and look up these things. Be assured that uh, it's very flexible. The only stumbling block, and it's not really a stumbling block, but you must have Google Voice. And on the web, it can be a bear to set up. Not so much on the web per se, but if you want to set up different types of options, thank goodness there's something called the Google Voice app on your iPhone. Yes. And I'm sure Google has one too. And it made, I, I had some problems because I'm running two voice accounts for two different podcasts that I'm dealing with. And if it weren't for Google Voice, I maybe would have had to get some sighted assistance, but uh, well, I can't have that. No, so no. The next day, Google Voice came out and I don't know why that happened, but it did and it made things just go like that. So get a free F-R-E-E Google Voice account and you'll be all set to hook into the OB service. Yes, and if you have Gmail already or a Google account, it's as easy as going to google.com slash voice and it will initiate you if you haven't already been initiated, so to speak. Uh-huh, yep. And it's very, very good service to have. You can receive voicemails on your device, uh, you know, your computer or your phone. If you're setting up a call-in for a podcast, if you're a podcaster, you can set that up. There's various mm -hmm. things. You would. Yeah, it's, it's And to check your Google Voice voicemail from the Obi phone that's connected, all you do is dial your own Google Voice number and it gets you right in to hear your voicemail. It's, it's very simple. You don't need Google Voice to use an Obi box, but the advantage is that the Google Voice service is free and, well, you paid for your Obi box. Why keep paying? Basically, you get a free phone line. Uh, now, let's say you don't have uh, a router, which uh, today is really unheard of. But if you don't, there are other ways to get onto the network, right? There are. There are accessories for the Obahai boxes. The Obahai boxes have a USB port on them, so these accessories connect to that port. One of them is a Wi-Fi adapter so that you could even connect wirelessly to a network with the Obahai and make calls that way. So having said all that, anything else that you'd like to add, Jason? Well, there are different models. I got the two phone jack model. There is the OB200, which has just one port for the phone. And that may be what most people want, but um, I liked being able to have choices and being able to play with the two phones and do different things. You'll have all your features like call waiting, three-way calling. You can even do speed calls. Say 
you make a three-way call and you need to hang up. Well, traditionally you couldn't do that or it would hang everybody up, but you can actually hang up and it will leave the others talking. Cool. pretty neat yeah yeah now if you have an existing cable service for your landline you can get rid of them leave your cables and just take the existing cable and plug it right into the box and you're still all set they aren't going to take your cables away you just use the existing cables and you can plug right into the ob device and everything will be good yep so i wanted to i wanted to keep listeners posted i i think this is a pretty amazing little gadget well, it's more than a gadget. I mean, it's utility, it's I guess. Service. Yeah. My phone service. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's important to you, then get one of these devices. Uh, is there at some point in future shows, will there be a forthcoming demonstration? I suppose I could demo it, but it feels so traditional that I think it might be kind of boring. <laughs> you Well, you know, there's one listener out there that goes, I just don't believe it. It's, there we it's, go. It's, it's for true. you. <laughs> so hopefully he'll come up with a demonstration to put into Main Menu. Thank you for listening, everybody. Main Menu is brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs on ACB Radio Mainstream every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern and repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can listen live by pointing a browser to acbradio.org slash mainstream, use ACB link for iOS, grab it as a podcast, or call 712-775-4808. We thank you very much for listening. To send feedback, or if you have ideas for discussion or product review, please email us, mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach us on Twitter at mainmenu. See you next time.